0: This WKNC podcast is sponsored by Visit Centennial,
1: hosting a female-focused, fun-filled, and free community clothing swap on Saturday, March 21st from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m.
0: on NC State's Centennial Campus. Come ready to swap your gently worn clothing, shoes, and accessories. Visit eventbrite.com for more details.
1: I'm DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast let's get psyched about music. This is the fourth episode of the Get Psyched podcast, where today we'll be getting psyched with Erica, aka The Saw, the Chainsaw Music Director here at WKNC. She does a lot of interviewing with bands, writing blog posts, and so much more. So getting right into things, can you tell me a little bit more about what you do, how you got into music, and specifically how you got into WKNC?
0: Oh, great question. So, one, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on Get Psyched. I'm psyched <laughs> to be on Get Psyched. So, I'm Erica, a.k.a. The Saw. How I got into metal? First question? Okay. Yeah. So, that goes back to my roots. My Both my parents are metalheads. They met at a metal show in a mosh pit. So kind of kind of goals right now. And, you know, it was just, that was the music I grew up listening to. And, like, my dad played a lot of death metal and, like, deathcore and stuff like that. And then my mom was more into new metal and, like, Slipknot and Corn, And my brothers were in local bands. So I got a lot of the taste that I have now basically derived from the bands that my brothers used to listen to. Like, when I was first getting into it, I went back to the bands that they listened to and then found songs that I liked, and then from there found other bands that I liked, and my cousin was in a local band that played a lot of shows, so I was very involved within the scene at such an early age, and it didn't become the music for myself until I was 14, and I went to the Carolina Rebellion, and I got this overwhelming feeling that this is where I'm supposed to be and that this is where I belong. And it filled like that void in my heart because I was going through a hard time my freshman year trying to find out who my friends were and everything. And metal was just always there for me. And from that point on, it's, it's how it is now. And that's how I got into it. Nice. With how I got involved at WKNC, it's actually a pretty funny story. Mm-hmm. My, I didn't know we had a radio station and I didn't know that DJing metal was a thing you know so my dad I remember I was in the living room just playing music off my phone and my dad was like Erica you really need to like DJ and I was like I could DJ metal like that's a thing Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah like NC State has a radio station that has metal and I looked into it I found the interest meetings and I went and there was no chainsaw DJs at all so I got hired and my first set was was on Fridays from midnight to 1am which kind of it was kind of hard but I was super excited and then I got the 10 to midnight slot and now I'm on from five to eight so it's been a big progression within the chain so that's how I got involved and then the jobs that I have I was first I was just a DJ and then I applied to be the chainsaw music director and I've been doing that for almost three years now and it's been super fun I love What I do, I love listening to the new music. I like talking to the promoters; they're the ones that help me get a lot of interviews and stuff. So it's really cool to see that give and take. And then I applied to be a content creator, and I just wrote blogs because I was already doing that for volunteer credits. But it was also I had my own website, so I was writing anyway. So I was like, well, let me just write for WKNC as well. And then I became content manager, so now I run (laughs) the whole premise of it. So whole bunch of things, but. I love it. I love what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and um, as far as your content and all that, yeah, I remember I was like social media director like what, like a year or two ago, Mm -hmm. and you just have like you post the most blogs, you post the most diverse (laughs) blogs, and I always like I could always see your passion from the start, which I think is a really cool thing. Oh, thank you. And uh, you do a lot around the station, even more than that. I mean, you have your own podcast that we were just on. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do have
0: my own podcast. Yes.
1: So like that's another uh, a big thing, and we always we're always planning like these videos we're trying to film and all that. Mm-hmm. I think you have a lot of passion behind it. And I remember one time, and this I really want you to like go off on this because one time we were okay. talking about it, you were talking about like your vision with metal and all that, and how much it means to you and why you do this, and you know like a oh. unifying experience. Like, can yeah. you can you explain that more?
0: Yeah, so with metal, it goes back to when I had that overwhelming feeling that this is where I belong. And there's like a like a stigma that metalheads, like they're mean, you can't talk to them. And I think that's just because of how the music is, but the music isn't really that. It, it, it sounds very brutal and violent, but the people are very kind, they're very nice. And it's always been something that I could identify with, and since... Metal has done so much for me and it got me out of that rut where I finally became independent on myself and I was I was happy with myself and who I was becoming because of the music so since it's done so much for me personally I anything that I do I try to give back to the music just because it's done so much for me and I really think that you know, metal's so underground, which I don't mind it being underground. I like it being, like, my own little thing. And I, I'm so happy that it's growing, but it still is underground. But it's, it's still making a huge impact. And it's just I, the platform that I'm on, I wouldn't be here without the local bands, you know. Yeah. Because when I started doing the Bone Cruncher, which is where I play local North Carolina bands, that's when the Sauce Butcher Shop really took off. And I started getting support from the locals, and now it's, I'm like one of them. It's like, even though I'm not in a band, it's like, yo, let's get Erica's opinion on it. And I think that's, it's very heartwarming because I can't play an instrument at all. Both of my brothers got the musical talent. I only had an ear for it. And they, like, the bands always thank me for playing them and supporting them. And I'm just like, dude, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys, like, y'all are putting in the time in the studio y'all are practicing y'all are doing this i'm just pressing a button i'm just pressing play so really i have the easy part of this job but with this platform it gives me an opportunity to just show off the hard work that these bands have done and honestly that's all i really want for them and just seeing them get so excited to hear themselves live is something that is just so special and unique to me that No matter what it is, that will always be my favorite part of it. It's just seeing the community come together because really the DIY scene in all, in all genres, it's, you're all helping one another out. And you can really see that in the metal scene because we do a lot of benefit shows. Like one of my good friends, mom had cancer. So we did a crowd kill for cancer to help pay for her chemotherapy. And Another one of my friend's mom is going through chemo again, so we're doing another benefit show. So you can really see the friendship and the com- the camaraderie in the scene. And I just want to show that and highlight that and also show that even if you don't like metal, that's fine, but it's, it's something that's special and it's unique like any other genre. And I feel like people, there's not someone that is showing that and showing the like the the uniqueness of it so i try to fill in that space to just show that you can still have fun with this and you can be happy like metal's not really that sad yeah to be honest oh i really like everything you just said honestly (laughs) you told me to go off yes i went off i
1: love it like your passion uh for metal and for your mission it's just really cool to see and I think um, you you brought up that you're not in a band and you're not on that side of music, but I do think the work you do it matters so much because there's so many sides to the music industry, and we're we're on the other side at WKNC, right? Yeah. Like we're not we're not the ones actively making music, but the job of like uh, choosing music and putting it out there and supporting bands because like we go to shows a lot. You go to a lot of shows, I know that. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you're supporting the bands. You're you're doing these interviews with them. You're trying to get them out there, and especially with what you do, I think you definitely make a big impact on the metal community, especially the local scene here, or just in general. Because like you are like basically the the only one who does this here at WKNC right now. Like you're keeping the chainsaw thing alive. Yeah, you're pushing this goal, and you you fight for your genre a lot. I know you do. <laughs> yeah, I really do. And that's good because I think like you having this passion, uh, you're definitely going to make a difference with it. Because like I mean, even myself, like I wouldn't have. If it weren't for us doing that podcast together where we switched genres, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have the exposure I have now to metal, which I I really like it. I love working out to it. Oh, <laughs> I so still happy. listen to those songs that you sent me. Yay! And so I think I think yeah, like on, you're on the other side of things, and it's cool. Yeah, you, know? you don't have to hold an instrument to be making a difference. Oh, yeah, I
0: completely agree because I I am a firm believer that if you love what you're doing, then like it's not really work. Yeah, and my whole entire life and i would say part of my identity is metal i eat breathe sleep it my blood type's typo negative that's a metal band i literally bleed it it's not a coincidence and it's it's just like you said like i'm so passionate about it just because i love it and it's something that before it became a job it was a hobby so it was like i'm getting paid to do something that i love yeah and i really i don't know it's just with metal it's been so shadowed a lot and it still is so I try to do what I can to not really bring it in the limelight but bring it to where people like okay metal is here and I I really enjoy talking to people who don't listen to metal that are willing to not really like all right yeah I'm a metal fan but like just listen to it and give it a shot because it is an acquired taste and it's something that not a lot of people could listen to but there's certain genres that people would really like and i just enjoy talking to people to see okay what genre of metal would they like i love talking to people because i remember one of the other people that work here is really big in the punk and i was like yo you would love hardcore and they started listening to hardcore and i go off of people's tastes now and i'm like okay well if you like this then maybe you would like this band and sometimes it's a give and take i know a lot of people's issue is with the vocals of metal which i get because it's kind of hard to get past the growls and the gutturals unless you're used to it. But once you're like, okay, this is this is just it. You you get to the point where it's well, this fits because I don't really think any other type of vocal style would fit yeah. that type of music. And I'm I'm happy that you still listen to it. That makes my heart <laughs> warm. Yes, I mean love
1: it like music in general, right? Like the whole purpose, the reason people make music overall is is because we all have. I mean, as humans, music just connects with us on an emotional level that a lot of other things just don't. And yeah. I think it's cool that you're catalyzing for a genre that isn't as mainstream as a lot of other ones because that's still going to connect to to a certain niche of people. Mm-hmm. And like, it's important, right? Like, you can't just exclude a group of people just because it's not as popular as like yeah, the majority exactly. of what people are going for. And so, speaking of your goals, because like you know, like that's that's it seems like one of your goals, right? Like to push push metal keep it going yeah you mentioned having uh your own website before WKNC yeah so what were you doing with that what what was the purpose of that and are you still working with that
0: oh yeah I I post (laughs) on it all the time so how I got my website was right when I started at WKNC and I started writing blogs my dad my parents have literally been the best support throughout all of this like I honestly believe that I wouldn't have what I have today without them because they're so supportive of what I'm doing at the station and with everything. They listen to my set every week. And my dad would text me, like, Oh my God, this is so good. And it was his idea to get me a website so that if I wanted to continue this after college or whatever that I would have a ground base that anyone that was looking at me could find all my blogs. They could find all of my content. So it was just a way to keep everything stored. And then it got to, oh, I can really do something with this website. And it's the blogs that I post on WKNC are also on the saucebutchershop.com. I have, I have a link to the podcast on there. I have pictures of me and bands. And then I also have, like, a little segment for highlighting the local butchers in the scene. And it's just something that if you wanted to know anything about me, how to get in contact with me or what I do, that is, like, the point you should start at because that has everything. And I post on it all the time. It's still active. I I make it a purpose to keep it going and to keep traffic to it.
1: That's awesome. So it's, like, it's a very personal project, but now that you have WKNC as a platform, it's also like your business yeah. at the same time. I
0: have the my website trademarked. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> legit. Yeah, we are legit. It's legitness here. It really is.
0: All my dad's idea. <laughs> yes. So
1: going off the DIY idea, because I like to ask people about this, um, like you said, this is a passion thing, but it's also kind of a business now. But see, we're both full time students in school mm-hmm. at the moment. So how how do you a balance between music and school and maybe like your your plan for after school how is all that working in your life Ooh,
0: so I am a firm believer of a schedule if I don't have a schedule I won't get anything done like if it's not written down I'm not gonna do it <laughs> so with how my schedule set up I have a with school wise I have a good few hours before my classes to come at the radio station and Usually on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm there for long periods of time. So that's when I'll log music. That's when I'll talk to promoters and stuff. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have probably like two hours in between my classes. So I will come in, write blogs and stuff. So I, I kind of alternate each day what I do at the station. And then Fridays are just the days that anything that I didn't do, I'll do it that day. I'll post blogs that day. And with the shows, it's very hard to keep track of everything that I have to do but I try to do it where if I know there's a show coming up like say like on a Tuesday well that weekend prior I will do majority of my work so then on Tuesday I can go I won't feel guilty not doing anything but I won't be behind so it's just a lot of scheduling I would say and then the the plan for after college ironically me and my dad are already talking about it because you know i'm a junior i only have one more year and that's just you know we're tightening up the screws in the butcher shop where okay let's make this segment like this let's talk more let's put your personality more in it and it's okay let's do an intro let's try to see if we can make the intro keep going while you're talking and then it's also starting the summer it's going to be okay let's make a plan let's get a sale So whenever you start applying and going out to these other radio stations that you know what you're pitching. And so right now it's just the works of, okay, what do we want them to see? What do we want to advertise? So that's up for it now. Um, I'm really hoping that it works and that a station does pick me up, hopefully. But if not, I would still continue to do what I'm doing. Like I would still do podcasts on my own time. I would apply to the metal metal injection, metal hammer, all the metal catalogs. I would send them my blogs and be like, yo, like, I can write for you. Yeah. So even if it's not radio, I'm still going to try to still be involved in metal. And even if none of that goes the right way, I would always still support it. But it's because... It's just something that I love. So it's really something that no matter what happens, it won't be taken away from me regardless. Yeah. Because I love it so kind much.
1: Of, <laughs> yeah, kind of going off that like, you know, there's a will, there's a way. And when you have yeah. that kind of passion for something, you're you're gonna find your work in it. Yeah, You're definitely always gonna do it, which is awesome. And it sounds like what you're doing right now is like putting together the, the nice bow on your portfolio. Yeah,
0: pretty getting much. Getting
1: it like neat and ready. It's awesome. And
0: it's funny because when I came to NC State, like right when I got accepted again, I didn't know that we had a radio station. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like one of those regular college kids that was like, all right, well, after undergrad, I'm going to go to grad school and I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a regular job. And it wasn't until I had my first set by myself that I was like, this is what I need to do. This is what I want to do. Because it it combines two of my favorite things. I'm a social person. I love being around people. I love talking to people. But it also involves the music that I like. And so it's it's very cool that I didn't even know that this existed, and then it became something that I wanted to do that I didn't even know that I wanted to do until I did it. If that yeah. makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's so awesome. Like your your vision changed as you realized yeah. like this is something I can do. Yeah. So now you're chasing more of the. Uh, you know the DIY scene right that's what we're talking about here that entrepreneurship route that's really cool um
0: and so just for our listeners sake can you let us know what you are studying in school I am studying I'm a major I'm majoring in history and minoring in sociology okay
1: cool and because like I get asked this question a lot, so I'm gonna I'm trying to find the the right way to to ask it to you. Because ask it away. I don't like <laughs> I don't like when people ask what's Plan B. There's no such thing as Plan B. Mm-hmm. Plan A is gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. How it happens? Because I'm gonna mm-hmm. work for it. But exactly. Like, how do you plan to incorporate what you're learning right now into uh, your future
0: endeavor? Good question. So, funny story. How I interview bands is actually taking my history major mm. sense because when I interview bands, I will look at their background. I'll look at, okay, how were they formed? How were they created? What, what was going on? And I will listen to other interviews with them to see how they, and this also takes my sociology because I see how they interact with interviewers. And I go, okay, you get kind of uncomfortable with this. You don't really talk a lot. So I, I get prepared for who I'm interviewing, but it's also, I'll listen into other interviews. And if they say something interesting that they didn't, talk enough on i'll ask that question and so i kind of combine both because i'm a social person so i can i can read people very well so i can read when people don't want to answer a question or if they're enjoying it or not but then the history major in me is the research and I'll listen to like their whole discography and I'll be like okay from this album to this album this thing changed your mood changed why was that so I kind of take my questions as more of a conversation I don't like doing like list of questions because conversations come more natural but when I do bring up points and stuff it's more on a sociological standpoint because it's okay how did you get into this music why do you like it so much like what is it yeah and it it I think it's very exciting for them because yes they want to talk about their new stuff but it's also who doesn't like talking about themselves yeah <laughs> so it's it's a good balance and I people always ask me oh you work at a radio station so how come you're not in like communications and I'm like well one it bores me two I can use both of my major and my minor and what I'm doing in different ways yeah. which I think is pretty cool I love that answer. It's Thank a, you. It's a good
1: It's a good creative answer. And it's also a good way to get people to to stop thinking about the fact that you just, oh, you get a degree and you got to run with whatever it will work for it. because, like the whole point in coming to college, at least in my opinion, is to uh, actually get like real life experience to actually learn how to apply what you're learning so it's really it's really cool that you're seeing it more as like an application thing as opposed to a lot of people who are just like well, let me google careers in sociology and stick with it because
0: my dad has a lot to do with that because he always told me that college was for to get life experience but also training the mind to think and that doesn't matter what aspect that is you're just learning how to think because thinking's good and i've been asked oh you're a history major so you want to you want to teach if i got (laughs) a dollar of how many times i was asked that i would be a millionaire and you know another one of my passions is i do like teaching i was in high school i was tutoring people and i really enjoy seeing people get it and click with it but it's also i'm a social person so i'm around people all the time but i would want to teach history because like metal a lot of kids don't like history classes and so i, I think there's kind of like a parallel with that and there's a band iron maiden that that talks up that they make metal songs but it's about historical facts because their singer is a his, like is a professor in history so i'd be like nice. yo we are gonna learn about this let's listen to this song so yeah i do have a plan b if you know like if my plan a doesn't work out i would go to grad school and yeah. stuff and I would I would stay here so I would still be happy because I'd be at wk and and so I do have plan A and plan B I'm not keeping either door closed yeah. but I would much rather plan A work no I completely so. ag-
1: agree with that I think with like the whole uh, concept of plan A plan B it's like there's nothing wrong with having a backup plan I've just always um had a had a thing I'm kind of weird about when people make it seem as if just because you go with plan B doesn't mean plan A won't still be a part of your life. Yeah. Because obviously, like you said, like if if you do go with plan B, plan A is going to be in there. It'll yeah. always be in there. And I, I totally feel you when you said uh, about being like people always say, like, oh, you're going to be a teacher. I mean, I'm a psych major, which is pretty not like the same as sociology, but there's similar mm-hmm. disciplines in like the chess field and all that. And I always get told, like, oh,
0: so you're going to grad school to be a counselor. And I'm like, why is that the only thing a person can do with this degree? I think people think too much in the box. And I'm just like, there can be a both and. like, I honestly believe that I could go to grad school and also be on, like, satellite radio if I wanted to. Because things with me is both and. Like, it's like, all right, I want to do this and this. How do I choose? Oh, well, I do both. Incorporate them. Yeah, I incorporate it. Because I'm the type of person, I like wearing many different hats. I think that's why I do so much at the radio station. Because I like invading everything that I do. The saw likes to invade everything. We want to make everything the butcher shop. So it's it's super fun and it keeps me entertained because I can't stay still. If there's a time where I don't have anything going on, I will find something to do. So having a whole bunch of stuff go on help keeps me at ease because I need a little bit of stress. If I don't have a little bit of stress, I'll go crazy. Yeah. So
1: Wow. I'm loving this because, like, we've already found out through being on your podcast together that we have a lot in common as far as music. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding out right now that we have <laughs> a lot in common in just in general oh as far as how we plan to go about the future and how we think about things. Because, like, yeah, same. I love to do a lot. And that's probably why we're both music directors and content mm-hmm. creators, right? Pretty like, much. We just like to do it all. It's not enough to put the music on air and have our own sets.
0: We also have to have a podcast and post yeah. blogs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it just be like that because... I mean, I love WKNC with all my heart, and honestly, I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't have this platform, is if it wasn't for them taking a chance on me, because I know with the genre that I do, it's very intense, and it does it, again, it doesn't get a lot of attention, but since I've been here, it has been on the up uprising, and it's like I don't really like toot my own horn, I don't really brag about it because I'm just like it's always been there. I'm just helping it just get more attention, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't really care what I get out of it as long as it's still alive in a yeah. way.
1: No, I totally feel that. I think that's also something we both have in common. I think we're both very passionate about WKNC. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I agree with you, like this platform, I'm so grateful for having found it. I think that it has completely changed my experience at NC State. It's oh, It's yeah. changed what college has meant to me and it's also changed, like, what I plan to do after. Like, I I agree with you. Like, once you get on this platform and you see that you are capable, you you just take it and you run oh, with yeah. it. And I think uh, that's something I want to talk about with you here because I I know that we both will have a lot to think about this one. There is so much opportunity here at WKNC, so much room to do things that we wouldn't otherwise be easily able to do. Like, even this podcast, like... Yeah, you can sit at home with a mic and report, record your own podcast, but to get it on Spotify and all this other stuff that they so easily give us the route yeah. to do, it's amazing how much like opportunity and chance we have here. We got to like... Do artist write-ups for double barrel, mm-hmm. and we get to go to all these concerts that otherwise I wouldn't have the money to go to every single one of these concerts. Yeah, You'd know? be able to
0: interview people that exactly. you never think of and interviewing. Like,
1: having this platform behind us makes us more legit. I feel oh, a lot. Most definitely. Yeah, I feel so much better like walking up to a person that I know that makes music or walking up to. I literally walked up to my professor the other day and asked her to be on my podcast. Like, you feel better about making these moves, having such a, a legit platform behind you. Yeah. So I I want to ask you what kind of opportunities do you think you've gotten since coming to NC State that have helped you grow as a person and, and change?
0: Oh, wow. So I, I so, okay, so I'm going to put this in two parts because I'm calculating, but this is a very good question. <laughs> so NC State, I would say that you know, just being in college in general has helped me rely on myself a lot more and actually depend on myself because, you know, in high school it was your parents well not and, like, your teachers being like, you need to do this, you need to do this. But in college it's all up to you. Yeah. And metal has actually helped me with that, ironically, because when I was 16 I went to Warped Tour by myself and it was probably one of, like, the first shows I went to by myself and I had to learn to rely on myself and trust my own instincts and I took that and I incorporated it into when I went to college and so that's really helped me learn okay I'm a big procrastinator I need to work on that but WKNC I would say has is my NC State experience I would say that all the good that I've had at NC State is because of WKNC because when I first started you know I didn't have the butcher shop it was just I had an hour set where I would play metal going from the lightest to the heaviest and I got a prisoner letter and the guy asked me what was my purpose in the butcher shop. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I like that. And so I took it and I made it my the title of my show. And I started, you know, naming each segment after things you would find in the butcher shop. And once that started going, WKNC has really helped me make connections with the local scene because it was Jamie's idea for me to start doing a local metal set. And with, if it wasn't for her push, I wouldn't be doing it. So she's really helped me get involved in the local scene. And also with WKNC, I got to MC the State Fair because there was a metal band from Raleigh playing and they contacted Jamie to see if I would want to MC and introduce them. And then I got to interview Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister because of WKNC. I just got to interview Sepatora and you know those those are pretty big names for a metalhead and it's it's honestly giving me a platform that I would have never thought was capable of doing and you know with Jamie's support and WKC support I've seen that I do have the potential to keep this going and I and I never thought I was like oh wow like I'm actually really good at this like people actually listen to my set like I never thought that I always thought it was just like me and my parents and then Once stuff started picking up, I was like, okay, like I'm actually good at this. Yeah, like I can actually make this a thing. That's so cool because like you bring up a really good point with uh
1: getting asked like the purpose of your show and all that because I think that is something that uh, WKNC has really given me as a as a creator and as someone who who's trying to do things too, Mm -hmm. right? Like getting asked the harder questions, having to think about like the purpose. Like you can't really run a podcast or any of these like things that we do without knowing what your vision is yeah you can just say mindless stuff and have no idea behind it and then like what's the point in that and I know like like Jamie helps me a lot in in like thinking of harder questions like Mm -hmm. helping with you know what is it called um what's that wonderful word oh my gosh they talk about it all the time at NC State they're always like think and do yes (laughs) it's a part of think and do it for sure is a part of thinking do whatever it is critical thinking there there. you were critical thinking trying to think of the word critical thinking (laughs) exactly (laughs) thank you nc state critical thinking about things and um yeah asking the harder questions because you need you need purpose you need motivation and if you're an entrepreneur you need to know what your vision is before you go into it like Mm -hmm. even if you love music if you love writing if you love whatever you need to know what your vision is and you need to run with that. Oh, yeah. Without a vision, what you just have a hobby.
0: Yeah, because my dad has always said that anyone can DJ. Anyone yes. can go on there and play music. But what makes me and you so different is that we have a vision for it. We have a purpose yes. for it. And it's, you know, we take we take a lot of dedication into making our sets and then making our shows what it is and anything that we do because it's more than just a hobby yes. for us. and. I think people listening to our sets can see that, that it's, even though every, all the DJs on WKNC, they do a great job. I think they're all great. They're, they play great music, but it's, you can see the difference of, okay, this person has a plan. Like this person wants to do something because I know that with some of the people that I trained, they would like model their shows after mine because they loved just a sequence of the butcher shop. <laughs> and I always find that so flattering that I remember I came in and this guy that played before me, he had an intro, he had different segments, he named his set and I was like, Oh my God, yes. I did this. And I think it's really great because it's where the role models for people who want to take this to the next level, but don't know how Yeah, we've already started that process and we can help people along the way to figure out what their butcher shop would be yeah. in a way. And this that's the thing I love
1: about WKNC, too, is that, like, like we have said, there are so many different, like, uh, areas that you can work in WKNC. You can work in promotion. You can work in, like, you know, content creating and all that. And um, I think everyone can find a place where whatever their purpose is, they can find a platform to do it on. Oh,
0: yeah, most definitely.
1: I'm pretty excited about having started this podcast and really glad to have started this series because, like, I'm very into... Um, the idea of like people knowing that they can they can do their own thing. I like to know why people are doing whatever they're mm-hmm. doing. And and I don't know how to explain it. I guess like growth and entrepreneurship is just something I'm very into.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I, love I mean, I get it. it because I do yeah. the same thing on my podcast. Exactly. Where it's I'll bring local bands and I'm just like, yo, talk about your music. Talk about how you got into it. Because I think a big thing is for, for people who are listening to bands, listening to artists, is they want to connect with them not only – on the musical level but on a personal level so it's like okay how can I relate to you in a way that that that's why I'm like I'm attracted to you and I like your music and it's from how we construct interviews and talk to people it's giving that platform but it also gives the platform for the DIY scene to make their voice out there and make it be heard yes and I think that's like the most important thing because I, I mean I wouldn't be here without the the local scene like sure. they've honestly kick started the butcher shop and yeah. that's where all the attention goes because of the local scene and I love giving them that platform because they'll always tell me, "Oh, we never would imagine that we would be on a radio station or that we'd be interviewed and stuff." And I'm just like, "Well, y'all deserve it. And yeah. your hard work needs to be shown and shown off." So, anything that I can do to like help them get more confidence in themselves that this is like y'all are doing great. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, and um
1: yeah, I think that I totally agree with that and I think there's some serious value in new perspectives. Mm-hmm. Hearing like a bunch of people who are all doing very similar things, but then everyone has their own spin on it, their own take, their own reason why they do it, their own drive and what they're trying to push. I think it's beautiful. And like like you said earlier, and this is just like a point I wanted to to add, is that like you said you eat, sleep and breathe metal it becomes your life. Once you find some kind of purpose, some kind of vision behind it, it really does become you're everything because like ever since I started getting more into like trying to push the DIY scene, trying to find how I can contribute to it while also being a part of it. I've like, I literally live for this DIY idea and promoting my friends Mm -hmm. and supporting them. And then like, like making this feedback loop of all of us are just supporting each other. And we're like a little, little group that does this thing. I find that all my social medias, if you go on there, the only social medias I have are active, for the sake of music and WKNC. Like <laughs> yeah. my Twitter literally is just me reposting WKNC things all day and like hyping up events and all that. Cause like
0: it becomes your life. Yeah, it becomes everything it you think about. It really does. And you know, there's, there's a healthy balance between what is too much <laughs> and what is not. Yeah, But it's, you know, it, it's pretty healthy just because you know we work here we everything that we have done everything that we have is because of the station so like not only are we giving back to the DIY scene the metal scene but we're also giving back to WKNC because the more we love it the more content we get Jamie just called us podcast fiends and I take that as a compliment (laughs) because you know because they they can honestly see that we are passionate about it so it's once they see that passion they'll let you do whatever you want because they trust you and they they believe in you and they'll give you that platform to do your dream and what you want to do yeah and so i'll give back to wknc as much as i can as well and with metal you know i eat breathe sleep metal (laughs) i don't listen to it all the time because i it's like we said in my podcast you can't listen to your music all the time because you'll go crazy you know like i do listen to other stuff but it's when listening to other genres of music i can't relate to it like i relate to metal yeah and it's it's just something about it you know i like how intense it is because when you listen to metal yes the the music is very aggressive and very like in your face but and also the vocals but the lyrics of the vocals are you you can relate to it and it's something that i i I wanted to bring this up earlier that we were talking about how You shouldn't exclude a genre because you don't like it. Yeah, It's, you know, people deal with grief, people deal with pain, people deal with emotion in different ways. And some people don't want to listen to a pop song and tell them that it's okay. Some people don't want to listen to country and tell them that it's okay. Mm -hmm. Some people need that violent factor, but it doesn't make them violent. And I think a lot of people misconstrued that, that metal music makes people violent, whereas it really just speaks to you and it's like okay like someone else feels this emotion feels this like I do and it's just a good release you know of course hardcore makes me want to flip a table (laughs) but it doesn't make me want to like go punch people and start like a riot it's just the intensity of the music just relates to they know how I'm feeling yeah and that this this helps me and I don't think that it should be excluded because other people don't deal with emotions and what they're going through in that way because people deal with it different ways that's why I think metal is so important to me but I can also see why country's important to somebody why indie's important to somebody else because we all deal with that all the shit that we're going through we deal with it in different ways and the music can relate to that yeah so
1: I think that's why other genres exist you
0: know oh yeah Uh, most definitely I, I
1: totally agree with you. I listen to a lot of different genres mm-hmm. to feel a lot of different things, but I don't think I relate to music the same way I do to indie. And I think there's nothing wrong with having that one thing that's super powerful to you. But like, you know, keeping yourself open because you never know some song in a genre that you're totally not normally listening to it could just hit so hard. But yeah, like, like oh yes, yeah. the music you listen to, if it relates to you, it's not it's not a reflection of like what you actually like. Like metal music is not for violent people, of violent people mm-hmm. is not like that. Indie music is not just oppressed people who can't get out the whole life. It's like, not just for sad boys. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's a mood. It's a relatable yeah. thing. Like, I do love to listen to indie music. I like the mellow, sad sound some songs have. I like how some songs are kind of grungy. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not walking around all the time without a smile on my face. Like, I'm still yeah. a generally happy person, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it doesn't define who you are. So I think that's, that's a oh, nice yeah, point yeah, I to completely
0: make. agree. Because a lot of people, they they misconstrue like the music that people listen to is that all oh, this is how they feel and yeah. you know a lot of people are like how can you be so nice and bubbly and listen to such scary music and I'm like well what makes <laughs> you happy and bubbly makes me violent <laughs> what makes you scared makes me happy so it's just <laughs> I think it's differences in personalities and how yeah. people were raised because I, th- I believe a lot of mine comes from growing up in metal and that's really all I really knew for the most part and you know I don't really say that I I say that metal's my identity, but I don't believe that it's my full identity. I think it's a portion of it yeah. because it's it's like my coping mechanism and it's it's my safe zone. It's somewhere that no matter what happens, the music has my back. That's why I have like the like the horns tattooed mm-hmm. on my side in the most painful place that no matter what I'm going through, no matter how much pain I'm in, the music has my back. And it's just a support system to help me cope with things in a way and it does contribute to my identity but i wouldn't say that metal involves my whole identity because there's a lot of things that bring up like the saw and erica because i say they're two different beings in a way like the saw is my alter ego so of course the saw their whole identity is metal
1: (laughs) but yeah, no, that's a really cool point to bring up. I'm actually taking a class right now on personality, personality psychology. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the
0: things Ooh, we- psychoanalyze me.
1: So, <laughs> well, one of the things we talk about is how, like, uh, we all have our personalities, which personality in and of itself is such a controversial field. because like, does it exist? I think mm-hmm. it does. I totally think it does. But I do agree with the idea that, and I'm sure a lot of people see this in themselves and other people, you are different- in different scenarios oh, right? yeah like there's you around your friends there's you around your mother there's you in front of your professor there's you when you're doing the butcher shop yep. <laughs> you know they're all different versions of yourself like yeah indie music is a big part of me depending on what setting
0: I'm in I mean yeah. if
1: I'm at a party I might be you know bumping something else might be a little different but yeah it's just i get it we are and it's
0: it's so funny because when you bring up oh like (laughs) a different part of you it's in front of your friends in front of your family and stuff um no matter what part i'm in metal is always there (laughs) like that's like the one thing i'm just like i can't get away from because even if i'm not talking about it my demeanor my my look has that oh she she's hardcore like I have that look to me, and it's I'm always wearing a band shirt. So, yeah, I'm at a party, I'll be dancing at like 21 Savage or like the baby and stuff, but it's I'm doing it while wearing like a brutal ass <laughs> metal shirt. And yes. I like throwing people off, I think it's really funny because you know, one of the things I had to learn when getting so involved into the music and into the scene was I can't be afraid to hold the hold back my personality you know when I got my tattoos when I finished my full sleeve when I started getting piercings and everything and wearing band shirts around I got a lot of weird looks and I I could see the judgment that people were putting on me but I had to learn that it doesn't matter what they think because they don't know me and it's when you talk to me you'll be like oh crap like she's not this like grrr person you yeah. know so it's it, I think it's very cool that I'm kind of like a walking paradox where I look scary but I'm just a teddy bear <laughs> in a way so I, I think it's really interesting to see that demeanor because metal's always involved in everything I do like all my friends they don't most of my best friends they don't listen to metal they don't like metal but they will support me and go to shows that I MC because it's what I do and I think that's really, really cool that they they do that and yeah. they show that support even when, you know, they, they probably don't want to be there, but <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, something that that kind of reminded me of is the fact that, like, the two of us, because, like, when we did our first podcast together, you know, we shared music, we saw, like, oh, like, we have very different tastes in music with our mains, but we have a lot of other things in common. I think it's cool how we defy this kind of, like, Idea that two people who listen to our genres probably wouldn't like be that similar or get along yeah. that well, and I think we get along just fine regardless oh, yeah. of the fact DJ that our genres so, are so you're different. You're like my best
0: friend, at <laughs> WKNC. Yes. Anytime, it's amazing. anytime you're not here, I'm just like, where is she?
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's so cool because like at first, like who would think like oh the daytime music director and the chainsaw music director would be able to like have so much in common and be able to like even though we're like different personalities, different energies, can still like get along so easily. Oh yeah, yeah. most definitely really great it's
0: it's like I'm thinking of that meme it's like who would have thought you and me not me that's what I thought of
1: yeah it's because we both have a passion for what we're doing and I think that brings people oh yeah I think
0: it's we have the same energy in a way that even though what we're doing is different ends of the spectrum music wise it's we have that same passion that same drive that same motivation so it's like we get along because it's like, yo, I understand what you're doing because yeah. I'm doing the same thing. But then it's like when we listen to each other's music, it's like, oh, you know, like, I actually really like this. And it's I think it's really cool how it has developed in a way. And Psychosaw is just Psycho saw. Psycho saw is awesome. If y'all heard, <laughs> know if y'all don't know about Psycho Saw, um, it is a series on my podcast, The Saw's Electric Chair, which is also on WKNC. DJ Psyched is on two episodes of it, and we're going to do a third episode. So Psycho Saw is going to take over the world.
1: Yeah. Go, That's the plan. Go check out Psycho Saw after this. I'm totally going to link it in the description <laughs> uh, along with Psycho Erica's Saul. website. So like, if you're interested in any of this, like, go over there. We definitely... Um, can talk forever about a lot of things and we're yeah. gonna do that so yeah we're gonna expose ourselves soon <laughs> yeah check out the psycho saw we just recorded an episode for that right before this and we've already scheduled when we're doing the next one yep. so like two or so weeks out you'll have to another hype. one it's gonna be hype we love doing this
0: see i'm telling you you <laughs> can't get rid of dj Sight and the saw like psycho jamie was saw. right we are podcast fiends podcast fiends love it back at it back at it
1: (laughs) we love it yeah i mean do you have anything else you'd like to add about it i mean
0: no not really we've pretty much picked up everything you asked (laughs) some good questions great (laughs) conversation yeah it's been great i love philosophical conversations in this way i think it's sick and it's about something that a lot of people wouldn't really have philosophical conversations on. yeah so i think that's pretty cool exactly a
1: new perspective oh
0: yeah oh, i just thank you for having me on get psyched yeah. i was so being psyched <laughs> i was so psyched to be on get psyched not gonna lie yes well thank
1: you for being on the show thank i you. was pretty excited to be on your podcast earlier which again you should check out and i'm glad that you came on i think it was a great discussion love doing this psychosocial forever i just said psychosocial <laughs> that's a slow song, song.
0: That's <laughs> that's a you got song. me in on this metal it's all up in my head man Yo, metal is life you've got metal up in my <laughs> mind now <laughs> psychosocial that that's embody psychosaw psychosaw that's our theme song now oh yeah, uh, wait psychos- don't copyright us please <laughs> <laughs> we'll just sing it in our heads while we yeah, do it sing it in our heads all right
1: thank you for listening peace